For Arizona Public Media, I'm Leslie Tolbert, Regents Professor Emerita in Neuroscience at the University of Arizona, and this is Arizona Science. Today we're talking with Laura Meredith, Assistant Professor in Ecosystem Genomics in our School of Natural Resources and the Environment. Laura does large-scale environmental research in a unique facility, our Biosphere 2, just up the road. Glad to have you here, Laura. Thanks. It's a pleasure. What are you going to do uh, now? You're going to test some interesting ideas by shutting down the rainforest to the public and doing some pretty interesting experiments. That's right. We've already started the Water Atmosphere Life Dynamics Campaign at Biosphere 2, uh, and we have shut the doors to the public in September so that we could really monitor the natural ecosystem, the tropical rainforest under the glass at Biosphere 2, and understand how that system is behaving. And we're even in week three of the drought experiment right now, and so we had a period where we monitored the way the ecosystem functions under controlled, normal conditions, and after that, we shut off the rain, and so we're now monitoring the drought. So this is severe drought. This is no rain? This is no rain. We're about three weeks into an eight-week drought. Uh, we're under Biosphere 2, under the glass. We simply have the capability to turn off the water pipes. And you told me that you could do something very important um, by using the biosphere, and that was to sort of pulse label the carbon in the system. Yeah, so... There are stable forms of carbon that are not that abundant. So usually we talk about carbon-12, uh, and that is that has a mass of 12. But there's also carbon-13 that is slightly heavier. And what we can do is we can add carbon dioxide to the atmosphere that is carbon-13 form, and then we can track it through the whole ecosystem as plants take it up, and that carbon-13 moves through the tree trunks, into the soil, and it's really exciting. And we're really only able to do that at Biosphere 2 because we have a glass container over the whole ecosystem. And so we know when we release over $10,000 of car 13 carbon CO2 in the matter of minutes, that it's going to stay in that ecosystem and that the plants are going to have an opportunity to take it up. It's not going to get mixed out into the rest of the atmosphere. It's early days, yeah. but is there anything that you've seen already that uh, you might not have expected to see? I guess we really didn't have precedent to know how quickly carbon would move through a whole ecosystem because typically these types of experiments are done on a potted plant or a leaf alone or maybe a small plant covered with a small chamber. And so having so many different types of trees and plants that have grown together in this 30-year-old, almost 30-year-old ecosystem, we really didn't have a sense for how long it would take for this carbon isotope signal to travel through the system. It was longer than we expected, which was kind of a surprise, is that many of the trees took a lot longer to bring that signal down than we were um, anticipating. So how long will this drought go before you re-wet the system? So the drought is eight weeks long, and we're really trying to get to quite a stressed, um, make, you know, make sure the system is quite stressed so that we can uh, really see a, a strong response. But you don't want to kill the trees. But we don't want to kill the trees, <laughs> yeah. So we're watching the trees. We'd like to not do long-term damage. This won't be the longest drought that has ever been run at Biosphere 2. So we're confident that the forest will be resilient. And we're actually going to use a special feature of the ecosystem, is, which is that there's actually a floor. There's a concrete and steel-lined floor to the entire ecosystem that the soil is resting on. And so when we re-wet, we've actually decided to do that from the bottom up. And all the data that you're collecting, then it's going to help you to build models 
uh, computer models that should uh, be much more detailed than anything we have now. Is that true? Yeah, Biosphere 2 is a model ecosystem and it contains the most important components of an ecosystem that are represented in our state-of-the-art ecosystem model. So we have plants, we have soils, we have a carbon cycle, a hydrological cycle, we have microbes. And so these are different components that are represented in models. And what we are doing right now is generating a massive data set that can really challenge the way our current ecosystem models represent the carbon cycle and represent how forests respond to drought stress. And so this will be a really important data set to improve models going forward so we can translate the results we learn at Biosphere 2 in our tropical rainforest to tropical rainforests around the globe and understand uh, what our expectations are for climate change and how resilient will our global tropical forest be. Thanks very much, Laura. Thanks a lot. We've been talking with Laura Meredith from our School of Natural Resources and the Environment about unique experiments that she's doing about how drought can affect forest out at the Biosphere 2, just north of Tucson. You can hear this in all Arizona Science Conversations at azpm.org slash Arizona Science. I'm Leslie Tolbert.